It's time to get down to business on TK Business Live, brought to you by the members of the Topeka Independent Business Association. Now, let's join Tara Dimmick, owner and publisher of TK Business Magazine, as we take a look into the business world of Topeka, Kansas. Hi, and welcome to TK Business Live. I am Tara Dimmick, and it's great to be with you this Sunday. Hey, we've got a great show coming up, and just a quick shout out to our sponsor, the Topeka Independent Business Association. You can check out them um, online at topekatiba.org. They're a great organization, and uh, you know they sponsor the show so that they can share the voice of of entrepreneurs and business owners throughout our community. Um, and we've got a great show coming up. We've got Caleb Asher joining us with Sprout Communications. Uh, Lisa Lowen with TK Business Magazine and Tracy Herrick with BT and Co. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll get started. I have Lisa Lowen joining me and Lisa is editor in chief of uh, TK Business Magazine and she's also a professor over at the J School over at KU. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. And also a, a wonderful friend to me. And we have been working together since 2009. Since the first issue that I had of TK Business Magazine, she actually was with TK Business Magazine well before I ever came on board to take not it over. Not that old. Well before. No, I'm kidding. She's not that old. Um, and so right now she's actually running the show. So since I went over to Invista Credit Union, uh, Lisa now runs all the content and drives all the drives the ship, basically, making sure that the content comes in, making sure our writers know what they're writing about, what the photographers are doing, and so she is our, our core contact with all the content that goes into TK Business Magazine. So it's kind of a exciting year coming for 2017. Yes, it should be great. It will be. So uh, I wanted to have Lisa on because it's the beginning of the year and we like to look back at, at the past, but it's also we just celebrated 10 years. And so I was kind of curious about, you know, what are some of the stories or what is what is it about TK that as you look back, you've really... Um, enjoyed or maybe as an insider, you know, piece of TK that you've, you've had a part of? Well, I'm a little bit biased. I, as the editor now, and then kind of in that role a little bit before, kind of got my first pick of stories when we go through and we plan what we want to do. And so selfishly, I have always been the one that will tackle the business hall of fame every issue. And so I've fallen in love with that piece every single year. It comes out in the spring and we profile and and talk about and tell the stories of the business professionals who are being inducted into our business hall of fame here in Topeka. And so that has been a fascinating piece for me because the wisdom, the humbleness, the humility, the success story that you know is there and they're not willing to share just fascinates me. Right, because you have to pull it out of them. Yes, because they feel like that this is just them going to work every day. Yeah, very humble in what they do and the undeserving in a way. They feel like they haven't done anything more than anyone else has done. Why did they receive this award? Correct. And when you really look at not only what they contribute to their business, to the business community, but to the larger Topeka community, a lot of times it's through serving on every board that we have. Um, volunteering their time, donating money, being part of every organization and every type of cause out there, whether it be trying to grow the community, whether it's economic development, whether it's trying to improve downtown, whether it's United Way, they are not only successful business people, but they really care about making Topeka a better place for their children and their grandchildren. 
Yeah, it's really interesting to me. When I started my career, I was actually, um, I did a lot of research, prospect research for fundraising and those kinds of areas. And what I found about the people who are people who who hit um, and land into the Business Hall of Fame or laureates there um, and others who are kind of in that that. Uh, group of people is that they live multiple lives. And so throughout those lives, they have all these different people they've touched it and, and the way they have been a part of different organizations and their, their career. And just even in other people's lives is consistent and, and is very strong. And um, they just take care of people. Well, and what I really love is the fact that hall of fame comes out the issue after 20 under 40. Mm-hmm. Because you can start, sort of make that connection of, look at these young people, and they're already starting to exhibit these qualities that 40 years from now, they're going to be recognized as Business Hall of Famers. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I think that part of it's really a beautiful little combination that they hit against each other and that there's kind of a long lapse between the two. So they, you kind of have a little bit of a longer break than no, we normally do. So you can really enjoy the Hall of Fame. So... um so anything else or, or even a sneak peek of this upcoming one? Well, the the Hall of Fame that we're going to have in the spring issue is a little bit unique. It's a fairly large class. We've got actually seven people, which is phenomenal. Some of them are business partners, and so that's kind of why they were chosen. We've also, Junior, uh, junior Achievement chose to extend their reach just a little bit. So we're bringing in some people that are kind of outside of the boundaries that we're normally used to covering. And so I'm right in the middle of doing all these interviews and getting their stories, and it's quite a bit of fun. So I'm not going to be a spoiler <laughs> on what's going to actually be printed in the magazine, but um, I think it's going to be great. We're also, for 2017, we're just really focused on trying to tell this, some stories of some businesses that have been around for a long time, but people aren't really maybe remembering exactly what it is they do or the history behind some of those businesses. And so it'd be kind of fun to tell some interesting and unique stories about maybe some of those lost treasures. Yeah, we have a lot of lost treasures that people just don't even realize they're, they're running businesses, they're doing a good job of it. And so they're just, they've, they've even moved outside of the area, some of them, um, as far as who their clientele that they draw into our community is. And so it's kind of interesting. Uh, it'll be, it'll be a great year. I'm excited about it. And as, you know, as I look back over the years, I think one of the things that, um, has always been my favorite, and I don't even remember when we brought it into play, but Rick Lejeune, I think was our first writer for it. And, um, but it's the heart of the entrepreneur. And we created that out of an idea that was basically uh, the businesses the businesses, and just running a business. Um, there's some inspiration that goes into it, but it's also a lot of truth that I wanted to hear as people were going through heart of the entrepreneur. I wanted them to understand what it really took to be a business owner and what you lost in the process. And, you know, we fortunately have had people who are really willing to share their whole story. I mean, Pedro talked about going through having cancer and uh, stepping away from his business. But I remember the very first one uh, was all about how he, he got a divorce because of his business and he shared that story. And I think those stories are really important in the, the, the rest of the stories, you know, all the, those success stories and, and everything else we hear about how everybody wants to be an entrepreneur um, and they want to run in their own business. I think those true stories about what the heart really says and what you what you lose in the process of gaining the the business is is necessary. And it's something I've really enjoyed. Yeah, I think so. I think people oftentimes all they can see is the success. 
and they don't understand that sometimes they people have failed over and over and over and they just have that drive to be that entrepreneur and to run a business and so they're willing to pick themselves up dust themselves off and say okay that didn't work here i go again yeah yeah and it's an important story to tell okay well lisa thank you so much for joining me it was great to have you here and and get a chance to talk and reminisce about the past of of tk the last 10 years well i appreciate you having me and i I, you know just really look forward to 2017 every year it's just so exciting when we sit down and we really plan out the editorial calendar because it's really fun to sit there and say oh i can't wait for the writer to go cover that story yeah yeah this year is exciting this year is is packed full of some of the best content i think we've ever covered based off of things that are happening right in our community and and they're the real life stuff that any anyone needs to know about. And then on top of it, it's just these great life stories as well about businesses and, and the, the lives they lead. So thanks, Lisa. You're welcome. I have Caleb Asher with me. He is the owner of Sprout Communications. Welcome, Caleb. Hi, welcome. It's great to be here today. Well, good. Well, I today, what we really want to talk about, what I have him here, um, is not necessarily about your business, Sprout Communications, right. but about One Million Cups. So tell me about what is One Million Cups. One Million Cups is a great, uh, a, a great opportunity for entrepreneurs in our community to come out to pitch their idea to other people, maybe other businesses in the community. Um, there may be an investor or two that shows up. Uh, often banks will be there. Um, but but it's this opportunity to come tell someone about their idea or their innovation or their business um, that they already have up and running. And so the, the name A Million Cups actually comes from this idea that as an entrepreneur – you drink about a million cups of coffee to get from point A to B to get, you know, you spilled some on the way and you, but you drink a lot. And, uh, and so anyway, it's just this idea of, of, you know, very, this entrepreneur base, like, how can we help you? In fact, the last question of the day is how can we as a community help your business? And that's just one of the things that I love about it. A million cups actually started at the Kauffman Foundation in Kansas City. Uh, Missouri. And so, um, and, and, and it was just kind of an idea of their entrepreneurial community. Well, they put this together and now there are a hundred communities strong across the country. Topeka was almost the 100th community, um, that got to take part in it. So there's a great little model that's already out there. Um, and so Topeka adopted it and, and, uh, and they're getting to do that with our own entrepreneurs and in our community. That's cool. So you've been doing it for how long now? Um, we started in September with kind of our first run at it. October was the official launch date. Um, they, they meet, it's the first Wednesday of every month. Um, some communities do it every Wednesday. Some do it every other. Um, and so we wanted to just make sure that we started in a way that we would have a pipeline of, of individuals that could present. And, and, uh, so yeah, we're, we're, uh, Getting into 2017, in fact, our first one of the year was just yesterday. It was on Wednesday of this last week. Yeah, it was a great one, too. I saw some pictures on Facebook of yes. it, and I thought, oh, those are some great people. Um, so when you're when when they're coming in to do their, their pitch, mm-hmm. right, their elevator speech plus a little bit more, right. what, what is their – what is their goal? What are they sure. hoping to achieve? Well, you know, every one of them comes in with something a little different. Sometimes it's just um, awareness. You know, hey, I'm out here and and here's a service I perform. Some of it's funding. You know, hey, if I 
could raise this much. I could get to this next level. And, and some of these are serial presenters. So they may go from community to community. Now in Topeka, we want to make sure that we have a Topeka presence, obviously as many times as possible. But, um, you know, every once in a while, there will be someone that will come from Kansas City to share their idea or, and vice versa. Our, our presenters will go there. Um, as well, but really they're just wanting to get a chance to hone their skills of presenting. They have about six to eight minutes to, to provide a presentation. So to say in a nutshell, here's what my idea is or my business is. And then there's another 10 to 15 to sometimes 20 minutes of questions from the audience that then you really get to know more about them. And like I said, then, then we end with what can our community uh, do for you? And that's where they'll a lot of times say, just help me get my name out there. Or, you know, if anybody knows of, in fact, a couple of weeks ago or two, two months ago, there was an individual that um, said, if anyone can connect me to uh, the, the paper or someone, you know, I feel like I've got this tool that they could really utilize. And so the next thing we know, they're meeting with the Capitol Journal. And, and, uh, and that was because they asked the question and they answered and we were able to connect them. That's awesome. Okay, so Caleb, how did you get involved? That's a good question. I, you know, through our company, Sprout Communications, um, we really started the company to help businesses um, grow, um, hence the name Sprout. And, and you know, we've worked with and been part of 712 Innovations and have enjoyed seeing that uh, get started in our community. And, and so um, Karen, who's the director down there, um, said, you know, hey, why don't we bring this uh, to Topeka? And I couldn't have been more excited. So, you have community organizers. We're one of them. Um, PT's Coffee, for example. Um, you can't have a million cups without the coffee, right? right so you need, you need so at least come down for a free cup of coffee from PT's uh, <laughs> the first Wednesday of the month at 9 o'clock. But uh, that's really how we got involved. We just said, you know, how can we see the entrepreneurial ecosystem in our community continue to grow and thrive? And, and uh, I also do some facilitating um, through the Kauffman Foundation for the community as well. And, and so knew it was a great program. And yeah. Wanted to see it happen here. So those people that are coming to attend it, who who are you expecting or who who's the target that's going to want to sit in that audience? Sure. Somebody could go, that's me. Well, it's interesting because we are talking about the growth of the audience as much as we are talking about who do we go out and, and find. And so, you know, there are, are great people from the chamber that will be there. Um, so people that kind of want to see and have an ear to the ground on like in, in our own business community. Um, like I said, there are some bankers that will come in. There are just some other people, though, that that are like, I've got this idea and I kind of want to, you know, I kind of want to see what it's all about. So we invite anybody down. It's obviously it's it's free. It's at 712 Innovations on nine o'clock, the first Wednesday of the month. And so we're starting to see in some cases, it's people that are walking by going, what's going on? We say, come in, have a cup of coffee. And and I think every one of these presenters that we've had in the in the last several months, you walk away with, I can't believe that someone came up with that. It either seems so simple or wow, you know, they've just got this, this, this determination to make this happen. And so if nothing else, you leave after 45 minutes to an hour with kind of this renewed sense of excitement about, you know, what's happening here. And it kind of sparks your own entrepreneurial spirit to say, gosh, what could I be doing that maybe, you know, that I have, I've thought about for, for 10 years, but I just haven't acted on it. And, and so anyway, it's a, it's a great opportunity for, for people in general to come down. So that, that makes me think about, okay, so if somebody's sitting here and they're thinking, uh, well, I have a great idea. How do they get in the pipeline? Because you yes. said there's already a pipeline of people there is. who are coming in for this. One of the first things that we would do is encouraging them to come to A Million Cups and see what it's all about. You don't have to have some fancy presentation. You know, it's really a chance to talk for six minutes or eight, or eight minutes about your idea. Um, some people do bring their presentation. There's, there's um, you know, media there that can help with that. Um, as well, but we encourage them to come down and and, t- and and watch one. If 
if someone wants to go check it out, there's a, a website, One Million Cups. So it's one, the number one, and then million cups plural dot com backslash Topeka. Um, that they can go to and you can actually sign up. You can see other presentations um, that were on there. Uh, yesterday was the first day that we Facebook lived it. So if you can't come down, um, we will start doing that. So we're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, but there'll be Facebook living some of the, the uh, cool. future ones as well. That's so. cool. Because I, I, I would think that that would be kind of a fun thing to watch. You know, some, sometimes everyone's like, what do you do with Facebook yeah. Live? This is what you do yeah, with Facebook Yeah, absolutely. Live. And, you know, it's that six to eight minute pitch. And so we thought we'd shut it off after eight minutes. But what we find is the real presentations happening when someone in the back of the room has this great question. Mm-hmm. And the thing I love about it, too, is it's not antagonistic. It's like, well, have you thought about this or why haven't you done this? It really is coming from a point of, wow, that's interesting. Have you thought about this? Or, or what? How do you address us? There was a question yesterday uh, of the young gentleman that was presenting, presenting, and they said, "How do you plan to handle growth? You know, do you plan to grow, and how do you plan to handle that?" And he said, "It's going to be tricky, but I'm going to figure it out." And so, anyway, I just thought that was a great something to put out there. But <laughs> the truth, you know, of the, the truth of like, I don't know, but we'll make it happen. So, speaking of, I don't know, but it will make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Caleb, you're the owner of Sprout Communications. You've been in business now for quite some yes. time. So how's it going? It's going well. We are so optimistic and excited about 2017. It's kind of that time where you reflect on the last year and, and there's been some some growth there. We're, we're growing our team. We've grown our clients. We just feel really good about uh, the days ahead. We've made another hire. We're renovating. I, still, I say we just bought a building, but it was a year ago. And so uh, we are in the process of kind of finalizing that renovation. A funny thing happened last week. We assumed that we would be in the space by now and our furniture started showing up. And so we have a, an empty an, an, an empty building, but uh, but now we have new furniture. So it was kind of the thing that kicked us in the gear to say, okay, we've got to have a place to put this at some point. And, <laughs> time to finish um, up. That's right. Try, time to, but, you know, and that is something about owning the business and then dr- growing the business. Keeping clients happy. I try really hard to find a work-life balance with myself and my family. Um, and then you've got this renovation looming overhead as well. And so there are a lot of balls in the air, but I've got a great team. And, and so uh, we really are excited about 2017 and what's to come. So your building is over on Kansas Avenue. It is. It's right. It's, it's actually the Cashmere Popcorn. It is. You, you work with them and, and have them lease out Lease out space? Yes, that's that correct. Right? And right. Then you guys are upstairs. And we will be on the second floor. So it's a space that had been empty for 30 years, which is exciting uh, to get to bring something kind of back to life that had been empty for so long. Um, of course, that comes with its own set of challenges. There's no electricity or, or running water um, or HVAC system. But in a way, we've got a blank canvas and we're, we're re- rebuilding that back and and yeah, we've got cashmere popcorn and Hazel Hill chocolate right down the road. So there's not much we can complain about. So you talked about clients and you talked about all the things going on, but tell a little bit about what you do. Sure. What is Sprout We are a full service marketing firm. So we um, enjoy really partnering with clients for, of all sizes in Topeka, outside of Topeka to help really define their story. You know, the, your brand is really all about your story and every interaction you have with the people that you work with. And so we just love that. We're a group of storytellers and, and try to figure out how to partner with the right clients. And, and so we'll do everything from maybe someone just needs a strategy or a marketing plan to um, someone who really we act as the in-house marketing team for some companies as well, which is a lot of fun. In fact, we've got one um, uh, employee that actually is shared with a company. So we the marketing um, starts kind of in our house with that company and, and then they implement it um, on site uh, a number of days a week. So we kind of cover the gamut from uh, design, uh, traditional, digital, uh, video production. We just do a little bit of everything. 
Uh, that's really awesome. It's, it's We're really... having a fun time. That's what's fun is we come to work and we have a great time. So if somebody's uh, thinking about, okay, well, we need to improve our marketing plan or we've got some marketing we need to do, how do they get in contact with you, Caleb? Sure. Um, you can go to our website, which is also under construction, but you can still get to us through there. We have a lot of under construction. We've got a lot of under construction right now. So hopefully we'll be wrapping that up soon. But Sprout Communications uh, dot com. Of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and uh, my email, Caleb at SproutCommunications.com is also a great way to get in touch. Awesome, Caleb. It was great having you on and wonderful to hear about One Million Cups. So yes. go check out SproutCommunications.com. I said yes. that right. And then go check out one, number one, yep. million million cups.com backslash, backslash Topeka. Topeka. That's right. That's <laughs> that right. That was easy. One million cups <laughs> backslash Topeka. No, one million cups.com backslash There you go. Yes. So go check those out and uh, you can get more information about One Million Cups and go check it out. It's a really cool, um, it's a really cool space to be in. And it's, it's like you mentioned, uh, Brayden, who is the managing partner for TK Business Magazine, uh, was telling me about it. And he said that it's just so inspirational to go and see people doing all these great ideas. It really is. And, 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 you know, the individuals that are working out of 712 Innovations in downtown, which is just a great space, like, like you mentioned, you know, they're there, so they're, they're honing their ideas and it's just a great workers, co-work space and maker space. Something we're really fortunate to have in Topeka. I know, I know. So many people don't know about 712. Absolutely. And man, it is a cool space. And you can go, go down out. there any day. So yeah. go down there any day, check them out. And then the first Wednesday of the month, uh, at nine o'clock is a million cups. Awesome. Caleb, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. My name is Ken Daniel, and the name of my company is Midway Wholesale. What is TIBA? TIBA is advice and support. TIBA is information and education. TIBA is a voice for small businesses. You're going to meet other small business people. You're going to have an opportunity to adopt some of the things that they found to be successful, and you're going to make some lifelong friends. The Topeka Independent Business Association is strong because of its members. Become a member today by visiting TopekaTIBA.org. I have Tracy Herrick with me today. Welcome, Tracy. Hi. Tracy's with Burbage Train and Company, and we're going to visit a little bit about what this outsourced CFO is that you guys now provide. So tell me, what is outsourced CFO? What does that mean? Outsourced CFO is an option that Burbage Train and Company came up with where it's kind of new in the Northeast Kansas area where we're really looking at those small to mid-sized companies that have grown past that infancy stage and are really kind of starting to need some help to continue to grow them, but really don't have the need for a full-time CFO yet. So it's kind of you're in need of some CFO services, but not full-time yet until I can come in, lay some of the foundation and groundwork, get some things in place, help them grow. And then once they are ready for a full-time CFO, we can do a nice handoff at that point. And that's a really important place in a business's life because that's right when it's right when they make that decision to go over the hump or go backwards, right? They're sitting there going, well, it's a lot easier for us to just do business as it is. But if we want to make that next step, we're really going to have to grow. And this is going to hurt our pocketbooks. Exactly. And so you're able to, it sounds like, the way I see it, it sounds like you kind of come in and don't hurt the pocketbook, but give them the resource they need. Exactly. So so how's it been going? It's been going great. We've got a couple of clients under our belts. We're working with them on uh, things that, Again, a smaller business probably hasn't thought of or has thought of, but hasn't known how to do budgeting. Everyone hates that word budgeting. But for, you know, a smaller company to grow, it's so imperative that they start thinking about budgeting. And where do I want to be in the next year, three years, five years? And let's put some of those things in place. And then more importantly, 
I can help follow up with them on a monthly basis, reading their financial statements, making sure and working with that business owner to really understand them and then put those things into action for them to help them grow. That's great. That's great. So, you know, it's kind of giving them the plan is what I guess I keep thinking about. And and we've talked, Tracy and I have talked several times now about this because I think as we're, uh, as any business is trying to grow, they're, they're working through this, but they don't really know what their numbers mean all the time. You know, right. we work so hard in our business that we don't know what we're doing other than just getting through the day and, and putting out all the fires that might happen that day. And heck, HR in, in general is one of the hardest things that we have to deal with. And then to go deal with our numbers, we just want to make sure we can write the check. Right. So, so this is actually taking it to that next level of really taking your numbers and saying, what is the decision that I'm going to make with these numbers? Right. What are the numbers? How do they look compared to others in that similar industry? What should the numbers be? And are you at, below, or more importantly, hopefully above those numbers so that you're growing. It's all those things put into place that I can help them with. So where do you see a business at when, like, I I think about this, this could be as small as a one-person shop who's just growing financially, and it could be as big as as a 20-person. Or So, you know, as as somebody's listening or thinking about, well, is this my business? What makes them know this is their business that you're talking about? Right. We'd probably be looking at those companies that are with a revenue anywhere from one to maybe 15 million and probably employee number wise, 10 to 50 tops. After that, you're probably ready for a full time CFO. Mm -hmm. Below that, you're probably still more in the infancy or beginning stages and really can't be looking at having that full time CFO on place either. How about timing? Is there a certain time of year that it's really important that you get this this in place? I mean, obviously, any time of year is going to be important, but I'm thinking about it being tax season just around the corner. And we always say we're going to be prepared for tax season and then we're not. Right. So how do you how do you place that CFO in, in your mindset of like this is we have to put this in place? You know, it's a good question because I always like to tell people if your fiscal year begins on January 1, you really should have been planning and thinking about things the several months before that. So that way you have your blueprint, as I call it, blueprint and budget for where you're going to be at for that next year already in place and already starting to track it. So, you know, we'd obviously love to talk to anyone right now and can help them with things that are already in place for 2017, but then we can also help them get set up for 2018. Well, it's really important. I think that more and more businesses, you know, I, I, being, being a small business owner and watching myself be afraid to make steps with my money. Right. Because I had never had to get a loan or I'd never, because we always were service. And, and then that moment when you know you need money and you need to make your money work for you. Right. Whew, those are big changes. And so to be able to have somebody who actually really can help you know whether your numbers are the right numbers to take to the financial institution and, and, be able to showcase them and say, yeah, I got my stuff together. Exactly. And then being able to work with them so that way they know when is the best time for me to look into a line of credit. Mm -hmm. And like you said, what do the numbers look like and how can you work with your financial institution to present them? I can help with that information as well. So yeah, there's just so many things that business owners with the numbers just get afraid because they got into that business to do what they do best, which mm-hmm. is those things that the business is involved in. Right. They didn't get in it to go, right. <laughs> there's nothing uh, worse than going and sitting with books when you love doing marketing or you love building something or you love putting people together in the right place. You just, you're, that's not what you want to do is sit there in front of your books. Exactly. So but you then, want your books to work. Exactly. So that's where it's kind of like, I know that I ought to hire out this expertise 
and that's what we can do. So you get the full CFO services, but at less than the C- full CFO price. So Tracy, if somebody's interested in this with Burbridge and Tra- Burbridge Train and Company, how do they move forward with it? How do they contact you or get more information about this outsourced CFO? All they need to do is go ahead and give us a call at 785-234-3427. Ask for Tracy Herrick, or they can go to our website, uh, btandcocpa.com, all one word. And uh, there's a video out there about our CFO services. And then they can also click through, take even a small 10-question, 10 minutes or less quiz is this something that I ought to be oh, looking into? Cool. And then it gets submitted directly to me through the website, and I'll be happy to visit with anyone on that. That's great. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you, Tara. Thanks so much for joining me with TK Business Live. I hope you have a fabulous week. Thanks for joining Tara and her guests on TK Business Live. Join us again next Sunday at 1130 to hear more from our community business leaders, entrepreneurs, and people making a difference in the landscape of how business is progressively moving forward in Topeka. TK Business Live is brought to you by the members of the Topeka Independent Business Association.